Hello and welcome to the Scripture Union Northern Ireland podcast. I'm your host, Phil Howe, and I work for SU as the Training and Resources Manager. One of Scripture Union Northern Ireland's aims is to get children, young people and families reading the Bible and praying daily for themselves. So if you've been keeping up with the podcast, as you know from moving from season one to season two, along with the anomaly that was last year, we're continuing to mix it up as we listen to feedback and seek to serve the local church. So we're going to move to more of an interview-based podcast, hearing from staff and Christians from across Northern Ireland to hear who they are, what they've done, or what they do in relation to personal Bible reading and prayer. And so hopefully we get to listen to their journey of how this has impacted their life. We do believe that the Bible is living and active and God willing through this new format, we will help you as you seek to build your relationship with God, as you listen to him and speak to him through the Bible and prayer. And so today to kick us off, we have a very special guest and hopefully you'll get used to her voice over this season as she's going to be another host, which is very exciting. But I will let you introduce yourself, special guest. Who are you and what do you do? Hello, my name is Ruth Dalzell and I am the E3 skills worker for North Belfast and Newton Abbey. Woo! And this is, this is very exciting because even before you got this job, you were a fan of the podcast and even a competition winner of the one, yes, and, only star, the one and only competition that we've done on the podcast. And it, it wasn't a competition to win a job, uh, just to clarify for people who are listening. Um, what, what a competition that would be, to win a job with Scripture Union, I know. Well, maybe, maybe down the line, who knows. <laughs> but let's go a bit back in your journey. When and how did you become a Christian? So. Um, I was very privileged to grow up in a Christian home. My dad is a minister. And so in our home, we would have been able to hear about Bible stories and we went to church every week. And um, I had amazing um, role models to follow with mum and dad. Um, And I suppose I became a Christian when I was about four or five. Um, We had a conversation just about different things and what it meant to be to be a friend of Jesus and and what it meant if you weren't a friend of Jesus um and I decided that I did want to be a friend of Jesus um and so I kind of prayed a prayer that I I would be Jesus's special friend when I was about four or five and I feel like that was probably as much as I was at um with regards to being a Christian for a long time and because I'd grown up in a Christian home and was at every holy meeting going I suppose that um, I had a lot of head knowledge that I, I would be that really annoying child that would answer everything in like a children's address or in a quiz or or something like that and I knew loads and loads of things and I suppose it didn't really make a, a personal impact on me I suppose until I reached sixth form um, and when you had to choose what you were doing for UCAS and your future and all those kind of things so whenever I had initially put my choices down, when I got my AS level results, they weren't as good as I hoped they would be, and therefore I didn't have any offers. And so I had to scrap all my choices and put down one um, place that I wanted to go to. Um, and I think at that point I didn't really want to go, but I thought, right, I'm going to put this down and, and see how we go. And that was when I really had to trust God and, and what, what he was doing, I kind of had to put my money where my mouth was and, and say, okay, God, if I really trust you, if I'm really a Christian, then I believe that you're in control and you have a plan for me and um, you know what's going to happen, even though I, I don't. And I think that's when I had to really choose if I really believe what I say I do or whether I want to go in a different direction. Um, and I think that was a real turning point in my faith. Um, and then that's, that's kind of where I've gone from there. So Very sixth good. form probably was the, the personal turning point in my faith. And even, even to this point, 
why are you still a Christian today? Great question. Um, I think just every so often with things that are going on in the world and things that are just really awful, um, is if, if all these things didn't have a reason, I think that would just be really awful. Or if stuff was going on in my life and there was no reason for it, um, I just think that would be quite depressing um but as a christian i believe that god is in control he has everything planned everything works together for his good um and also life would be a wee bit scary if i didn't have god um as that person who already has everything planned out and i wouldn't want to do life without him so that's why i'm still a christian today very good and i noticed you you chucked in a few kind of bible references in the in the midst of answering that question which is really good because uh, we're going to focus on bible reading and prayer and start with bible reading and um, how has bible reading impacted your journey of faith um i think whenever i was younger bible reading was just something that you did you just read the bible and and we had like we Bible reading notes that we would have had tops. I don't know if you've ever heard of tops and it oh, had yeah. like we, oh yeah. And it has like we quizzes and word searches and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that was quite fun. Um, and you got to kind of learn more of the stories and whatever. Um, but I feel when I was younger, that's really all I, I was, I was living for a word search really, to be honest with you. And um, it was only then when I was older and you maybe read a bit of the Bible you'd maybe never seen before. And you think, gosh, that's really interesting and that actually speaks to me today that's a bit mad you know that it's something that was written so long ago that's it's where I'm at at the minute um and so then I just I wanted to learn a bit more about it but I always find it really hard to set aside time so I've been using um apps on my bible app on the phone I'm using plans on there and um, to help me and I've just well last year I decided I would read the whole bible because I've never actually done it um so on, what a challenge and I know so I decided right okay I'm gonna you know when it was lockdown and we weren't doing anything else I was like do you know what now is the time to do it I can never say that I don't I didn't have time um so I did my um bible reading plan to read the whole bible in a year so I finished that in April and I'm starting back and I I've started doing it again but this time chronologically so it's been really interesting to I know so if it's just been really interesting to read passages side by side that happen at the same time and I think in my experience I was like oh I did not know that happened at yeah. the same time or those people were about at the same time it's just kind of opened my eyes in, in in a different way and also then going oh there's loads of great stuff in here that I'd maybe overlooked or you know like those kind of things and then passages that you love coming back to that you will you know hold on to for times of trouble or or encouragement or or things like that so now it's definitely helped you you just mentioned about reading the bible in a year and so some people listening are freaking out thinking i struggle to read like a passage so how how long that like realistically how long do you have to spend a day like how many chapters are we talking here in order to be able to read the bible in a year um, so it depends, strangely, depends on the day. Um, on some of the shorter books, you might end up reading the whole book in one chunk. So it could be maybe 15, 20 minutes. Um, but the way that my app works, each reading is set out in like its own separate wee chunk. So even if you only have time to read one of those, you can do that in like the morning time and then come back in the afternoon or whatever. So it you can break it up, which isn't too but bad. But you still get so, to tick that off. You still get to yes. tick the one. Yeah. Oh, okay. there's a way, there's a wee, wee tick beside it to show that you've done that. And then when you come back in later in the day, it shows you've completed that one and then you can go on to the next one. So I was really 
worried about it and I thought there's no way I'm going to be able to do this but actually it breaks it into nice wee chunks which is really really good um and yeah so if you don't have time to do it all at once you don't have to do it all at once which has been really really helpful for me definitely because there are times where I think oh I could definitely do one of those now and I'll come back to you later yeah you, you mentioned about kind of coming across those passages that help you, you know, the kind of some of the favorite ones or that'll help you in trouble. Are there any Bible passages in particular that keep coming back to you or that have been brought up again and again and again uh, on your faith journey? Um, well, one of my favorite verses, my absolute favorite verse is um, John 16, 33, which is in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And just I keep coming back to that one just when you're having really rubbish times. And it's that. God says there are going to be times that are really tough. Like it's not going to be easy. I never said that it would be easy, but what I have promised is that I'm with you. And actually in the end I win and I've overcome all of this. So even though it's rubbish now, it won't be rubbish forever. And I think sometimes you just need to hold on to that. It's like, it won't be like this forever. It's not meant to be this way. It's not like this. Another passage that kept coming up and keeps coming up for ages and ages is Romans 12 two and do not conform that one and there is a particular time in my life where it just kept coming up and coming up but in random places and that weren't connected in any way I was maybe going somewhere and it's like and here's the verse we're looking at and I got to the point where I was like are you kidding me like this verse again and I had told some of my friends about it and then they were maybe in situations or at the same place with me and they're like you'll never guess what we looked at today <laughs> or, or or someone would say something and everyone would just like look down the row and be like this one's for you Ruth and so it wasn't the Lord speaking to you um and so I got a bit fed up with it at some point so I was like I I can't have this verse again but actually now that I'm a wee bit further on down the line I find it more comforting that whenever it comes up I feel like okay I'm in the right place this is where I'm meant to be it's almost like like God saying this is the right place this is where you're meant to be at and that's why this verse is here and you're going down the right path or you know that kind of thing I've now actually find it quite nice whenever it comes up because it gives me a wee bit of reassurance and think okay okay this is where I'm meant to be and that's that's good so that's quite nice brilliant turned a corner (laughs) yeah yeah you've actually began to love it Um, and I'm looking forward to this next one uh, because we want to focus a bit on prayer I know you've been trying something a little bit different recently, but how has prayer impacted your journey of faith right up until the present time? Um, So yes, prayer was something that I have struggled with for a really, really long time. And I feel like a lot of my prayer life for most of my life, I'm going to say, has been arrow prayers, really, just kind of when I think about it, I just say we prayer and and kind of just send that up and, and kind of hope for the best. And the idea of um like constantly praying for something or intentionally praying for something I always wanted to be better at and whenever I said to people oh I'll be praying for you and then not or not following up or I know (laughs) I know I was that person and and I would feel awful when I saw them the neck they saw them the next time and you know it may be be ages after and I'm like oh flip I said I was going to pray for them and I didn't pray for them or someone else brings up in conversation and I'm like oh yes that's happening in their life and I completely forgot um 
And I know that I really appreciate it whenever other people would send me a message on the day of something and yeah. I'm like they remembered that's so lovely and I thought I want to be more like that I want to be more supportive in my prayers and intentional in my prayers so my new year's resolution for 2021 was to start a prayer diary and um, I'm big into my stationery I think it's because I used to be a teacher like I love pens I love books I love notebooks all those kind of things and so I got a really lovely um, notebook for Christmas and um and I looked through it, I was like, this seems quite a big notebook. There's quite a lot of pages in this notebook. And I counted them. That's that's how boring I am. Like I counted the pages of the book and I realized there would be enough for one page every day. So I thought, right, okay, I'm actually gonna do it and then I'll start them because this is a nice book, it will make me want to write in it. Um so this year I've started, and um, the first thing that I do in my prayer diary is I have a section for giving thanks. So all the things that I want to give thanks to God for that day. Then the next one is um, prayer requests or, or situations or, or things going on in people's lives. That's the next one. And then at the bottom, it's people that I want to pray for. And pretty much um, you stay on the list until whatever it is has been answered. Um, and so sometimes it's nice then when the prayer requests move up into the give thanks, it's really nice. Yeah, so you can actually see it, but also it's been hard sometimes where there have maybe been things that have been on the list for months and months and months and nothing really seems to be happening. And it's really pushed me, I think, to decide, okay, am I going to keep praying for this? Like at what, at what point do I stop praying for this? Um, and I've just, I've tried to be like, I'm not going to stop praying until I see something happen with this that's going to stay in the list um there's a persistence in the prayer then yeah and i feel like i have so much more respect and admiration for those prayer warriors for for people who have maybe had the same prayers or prayed for people for years and years and years um and i think it's just really pushed me to have that kind of confidence to pray and persistence to pray and also then with the people part at the bottom I would always just pray for people who I'd met that day and some of them coincidences like oh wasn't it so strange that I met so-and-so today and then it might be like a couple of days or weeks later you're like oh there's actually something going on with that person mm -hmm. so then it, it, they then kind of move up a wee section or whatever so I think it's been really good but it's also then pushed me to follow up with people um or follow up with situations like okay I've been praying for this I need to check in and find out well maybe there is an answer of that um, and it would be great to, to find out so it's been quite good to then um yeah be intentional about following up with people or situations I said I would pray for and um, whereas before I would maybe have just forgotten completely and then never given it a second thought and equally as well like we we say that prayer works and sometimes we do pray but I just love that I guess encouragement to all of us to, to follow up you know how is God moving through the prayers that we give and yeah so it's a that is a challenge mm -hmm. and what hardships have you faced and how did God help you in maybe there's a particular moment maybe there's many moments as you've kind of wrestled with Bible reading and prayer I think it's sometimes where you have those moments um, or situations that you're praying for certain things and things maybe don't go the way you're hoping that they will go um, I think part of my hardships or, or struggles have been I think I know better than God which I don't I just <laughs> out there, which I don't um, and sometimes I've really struggled when I've been praying for something and I think 
this is a really good thing to be praying for. I don't understand why God wouldn't let this happen. Um, or how can God be glorified in this situation by not doing, you know, this positive thing or whatever. And I think I've had a hardship with that where I've had to realize God doesn't work in the way that we work. Mm. Um, and, we're, and I maybe need to pray for different things in, in that situation. Um, or when you're reading a, a Bible passage and you really think, Oh, I think God is saying something to me that I don't like. Um, I don't know. Sometimes when you're praying into situations and when I've been doing my Bible read, I do my Bible reading first and then my prayer after. And sometimes I feel like God is speaking to me through what I'm reading with regards to a particular prayer request. And I maybe get the feeling of, I don't think God is going to answer this in the way that I think he's going to answer this. And then that's really hard for like, do I change what I'm praying for do I keep going with what I think should be happening um or those kind of things and I think it's especially hard when in some of the prayer requests that I've been doing there just seems to be a lot of bad things happening and that's when you have to say okay god I have no idea what you're doing uh, and I'm finding it really hard mm. to keep praying in these situations because either things aren't changing or things are getting worse and it's how do you keep praying in those situations when things seem to be getting worse? And that, those are the points where I'm like, I just want to give up. I don't want to keep doing this anymore. This book was a terrible idea. What was I thinking in January? This is awful. <laughs> um, not make that mistake again. But um, yeah, because like, there are just some things where it is just really hard and the situations are rubbish. And, and I believe that the best thing we can do in those situations is pray. And it may be the best thing, but sometimes it's the hardest thing. Yeah. as well um so equally it's to trying know, to do that equally to know what to pray for as you say yeah. you know e even in terms of like that's a very honest thing you've just said people don't like to be challenged and a lot of the time we can read the bible and say well god mustn't be saying that because i don't agree with that mm -hmm. so it's very different to approach the bible and say okay well what you know god what are you going to teach me today through your word and sometimes it might be something that we disagree with or that we really just are wrestling with and struggling with but actually it might change how we pray and how we talk to God and, and kind of the expectations that we have in that moment. Um, so no, I appreciate you sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, what, what top tips do you have in, in terms of building your relationship with God just generally? Um, I think, I, get, I know it is like a whole a good old Sunday school answer, but pray and read the Bible. <laughs> but I think it's, it is being intentional about it and setting aside time because I know then there are times where I've maybe got to like the end of the day and I haven't done it. And I'm like, oh, I need to do this before I go to sleep. Um, and you almost come to resent it a wee bit. And you're like, this is keeping me from sleep. This is terrible. Or you rush through it just, just to get it done to like tick yeah, box. Tick, tick box, yeah tick box the literal tick box on the app um and you're like oh and it seems like it's a bit of a hassle mm -hmm. um whereas I know then whenever I try and make it a priority or do it at a different time of the day I'm like oh actually I've I've got more out of it and I and I've given time to it to be able to read it properly to reflect on it properly to pray about things properly um but that's really hard in a in a busy life in a busy world um, so if you can carve out time to do that, it would be good um, and work out when is not a good time to do it. Um, and that's different for different people. Um, some people like to do it like first thing in the morning. Some people would rather go through the day and then be able to come at the end of the day and reflect and, and things like that. Or um, what, just do whenever you do? You, what do I do? Yeah. I do end of the day. Um, I think just because in our house, mornings are very busy. 
Um, so we have Jemima, who's nearly two. And so setting aside time to be to be quiet and to <laughs> read the Bible and, and pray and write in my prayer book, that just wouldn't happen in the morning. Um, and also it might not be helpful to do that in the morning either. Um, so I've tried to do my Bible reading um, after Jemima goes to bed and that and that time when we're waiting for her to fall asleep. I'll take the time then to, to read and to try and do my prayer book as well because otherwise when you get to the end of the day you're shattered and then you're like yeah. oh, I can't I can't do this um so that's, well, yeah, that that's when I tried to do it that can actually well with your prayer book idea in terms of being able to pray for people who you've seen that day you know that makes it a lot more kind of alive you know in terms of uh, being able to process it that way now yes. there's, there's gonna be people who are listening to this and let's be honest they're, they're just gonna be struggling with these kind of formational rhythms and holy habits and um, what would you say to people in that in that boat here maybe listening and they hear that you've got like a prayer book and they're like what are you talking about and um, what do you say to people here maybe struggling at the minute um yeah people are gonna be like oh she's one of those um I think find what works for you um and find yeah, try try and find a situation where you you'll be able to connect properly with God. Um, I know of different people who will maybe do their prayer time on their commute, either to work or, or home, because it's the same journey every day. And there may be like parts on the road where you think about someone for a certain thing. That's what my mum used to do. Like she would have a certain section um on her journey to school where she would pray and like different like markers on the road would be for different people and she would do that to and from school um and so it was like I'm doing this journey anyway and let me focus on God before I go in and then I can focus um, on the way back home so I know that's something that that some people can do I obviously don't be praying with your eyes closed when you're driving <laughs> don't don't do that um but yeah it's start off small you know it's taken me a very long time to to get to my prayer book and I'm fortunate that I have the space to be able to do that as well like it's taken me ages so like earlier on you said about me becoming a Christian when I was really tiny so that was like nearly 30 years ago so I'm only getting to this stage now um, and, and thinking about it um it also depends on how well you connect and um, with different things and kind of what kind of learner you are maybe you prefer to listen to things that maybe that you could listen to someone reading your bible reading in the car or something mm. like that um and so you're you're listening to your bible reading as opposed to necessarily reading it yourself um and just finding loads of different ways and creative ways that you you can do that um yeah and just and just know that everyone struggles with that I don't think I've ever met anyone who's like do you know what I've got my bible reading sorted and my prayer sorted and it's easy like I've yeah. never met anybody like that so just be I don't know just be encouraged that other people find it hard as well and there is nothing wrong if you find it difficult like everybody yeah. does um and try and get support from friends um and maybe they could chat about what they do um how they are able to to use different different ways um to read the bible or to pray um and and maybe it'll start a conversation and realize oh that's a really good way to do things or share ideas um, try and get some good people around you who can help you um, with that as well yeah because sometimes it's just about being willing to try something different you know so maybe someone's never thought of a prayer book idea it's like okay well yeah let's let's go and give that a bash um but yeah no, that, that can be helpful 
Uh, okay, some quick fire questions to finish. Now, if we were together, I would tell you to pull them out of the box of destiny, uh, but we're going to have to do it differently as we're over Zoom. Uh, so uh, I've, I have numbered the random questions. I'm going to ask you to choose four numbers between one and 20. So give me your first number, please. Um, number seven, please. Seven. Finish the sentence. The world needs... More kindness okay nice okay next one uh number two please oh two you've gone back okay yeah i can't i know um, controversial uh wee bit yeah what do you know for sure oh god is in control nice okay next one <laughs> um number 19 Oh, okay. If you could be remembered for being the best at something, what would it be and why? Uh, um, oh, that's such a hard question. Um, I would love to be remembered for being the best um, oh, singer, I think. I'd love to be known as the best singer. Yeah. Do you have a favorite singer? As in, have you got someone who you aspire to be like? Uh, like a holier Adele, I think. <laughs> a holier Adele. Okay, yeah. fair play, fair play. <laughs> um, and last number? Um, number 12, please. Finish the sentence. Prayer is? Uh, the best thing you can do for someone. Nice. Uh, also, yeah. whenever you talked about being remembered for something, I can't believe you didn't say as the best Bible reader and prayer there ever was. Oh, uh, I know. I know. But... Um, thank you so much yeah. for, for sharing and for being part of season four, episode one, as we focus on daily rhythms of grace, particularly Bible reading and prayer. Uh, please feel free to, to leave your top tips and what works for you in the comments on social media or in a cheeky review wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to be releasing these a little less frequently if you've been listening to the podcast before. Um, so probably every other month, but we do hope this is whet your appetite for more and we'll hopefully have you listening again on the Scripture Union Northern Ireland podcast. God bless.